Do you want to know where you are in your leadership development journey and where to focus your attention in the future to get better results? Well, if the answer is yes, I would like to invite you to take my free world-class leadership assessment today and get an instant score of your current leadership level. By taking this new and fact-based assessment, you will be able to score your current leadership level against the world-class leaders as well as the five core areas of leaderships. Number one, clarity. Number two, personal performance. Number three, leadership presence. Number four, influence. And number five, relationships. Over the years, I've worked with hundreds of professionals around the world and across all industries to help them achieve their leadership goals. So thanks to this work and the data, I have developed a solid assessment that you can take today. Now, the assessment is quick. It will just take 5-10 minutes. So there are 25 questions across the five core areas I described earlier, and you will get an instant feedback and report received in your inbox. So, are you ready to know where you are? Take the free assessment today at www.andreapetrone.com assessment. Let me repeat it again www.andreapetrone.com slash assessment So, give it a go and now it's about time for a new episode Welcome to the World Class Leader Show This is the one and only podcast for ambitious and high achievers Professionals who want to become world class leaders In this podcast we deconstruct the success of high performance leaders share their stories, and teach the most effective strategies to move from average to greatness. This is your host, Andrea Petroni, a high-performance and leadership advisor, executive coach, and keynote speaker with more than 20 years of international and executive corporate experience. Welcome back to a new episode of the World Class Leader Show. Uh, today's episode, I want to do something a little bit different than what I normally do here. Uh, first, because we reach episode number 30. And second, because uh, I normally bring lessons, insights, strategies and tips, even from my work, but also from the guest. But today I want to bring uh, a personal story, uh, early in my career and what happened later, that I think is going to be very interesting, but also inspiring. And... Um, I posted this story on LinkedIn uh, more than a month ago and um, I got n many, many messages from people that said, oh, thanks so much for sharing your story. That's exactly what I needed to hear today. I need to get inspired. I don't know what to do in my current situation. So I thought, okay, maybe it's an opportunity to inspire others by telling, you know, what happened to me in my beginning of my career. And um, so what's the story? So essentially... My first job uh, wasn't exactly what I expected after graduation. So I, I graduated in, in Milan, in Italy, and then uh, I essentially joined an organization in, in the oil and gas industry that offered me an opportunity to go overseas, uh, really from the beginning. So I moved to West Africa, and I went on a small island, the Equatorial Guinea. And that's interesting because there was no electricity. Uh, our, our let, let's put it another way. Electricity was a sort of a luxury. So the situation was poor at that time. And, uh, but it turned out to be the best decision of my life. 
and I thought a lot about my decision to to do something let, let's say extraordinary right so not going to work on a major city on you know with large companies in a very comfortable job in the office etc etc so it was a very very distinctive if you like career experience and um, and I remember so when I left home to go there Honestly, I really tried to hide my feelings. Um, I didn't want my parents to feel worried about the experience. Uh, my parents were not really used to having their, uh, their kids moving abroad at that time. And uh, not certainly as the first uh, uh, career experience. And, and I also remember that I was alone at that time and uh, there was no cell phone. Ad- and so we, we didn't have, I didn't have the luxury that we all have now, right? So when we move around, we can text, uh, we can call easily, you know, our uh, relatives. There was no, no the chance at the time. So I was really alone. I remember when I, so I remember, um, it was funny, you know, I, I flew alone, um, no idea where I was really going at the time. And um, honestly, for me, it was like jumping into the unknown. And you can understand why, right? Because there was a new country, a new continent. So I've seen Africa only on TV. And uh, by the way, I was uh, s- uh, 27 at the time. So that's kind of expected. Um, I was going in a place where there was a, such a different culture. So I thought about the cultural shock. A- and also, imagine that it was the first job. And by the way, although it was an assistant role, the job itself, the project itself was very, very complex. Um, so that was the, the unknown, right? And uh, and I was uh, also afraid to honestly to leave friends and family behind, because you know it, it, it's it's a job. Fair enough, you can always come back. But the reality is, who knows? Maybe you know you start there and then you're gonna stay there for for months and maybe for years, right? So I was really afraid of leaving friends behind. So, in other words, what I would like to say here is I could have really chosen other career paths, right? I could have worked in my own town, doing exactly what other my friends were doing at the time. Um, clearly, uh, I could have made my family happier. <laughs> but I have decided. I've decided it was the right uh, things to do for me. Um, so, yeah, I had really hundreds of easier and less risky options. However, I... St- decided to jump and took the chance no matter what and again in it wasn't easy but i never regretted my choice and i tell you why i've decided to take this choice which i think is interesting i thought all right so i can do something very different than my friends i can build a different uh, career experience than many people um, do I can also learn more languages, and I did. I can have a fast-track career because I had an international experience from the beginning, and that's exactly what happened. And also, I'm going to have fun because I want to have fun. I want to enjoy the career, my career. I said, you know, if you don't don't travel at the beginning of your career, maybe then you're going to get lazier, right? And you're going to build a family. That will be more difficult. So I thought, why don't do it from the get-go? So there was a sort of, and, and also there was another element. I said, okay, if I don't join this opportunity, maybe the organization, um, the you know, might think that oh, Andrea doesn't want to do it; is not ready to do to have an international career. 
Um, so there were a lot of, if you like, calculated risk I've decided to take. Now, was a risk? Absolutely was, but I thought was a was a good risk to take. And uh, what is interesting is 20 years later, more, which is now, um, I work in seven different countries, so it sounds like that was just the beginning of a very, very interesting international career. Um, so I work in West Africa, North Africa, the Middle East, uh, Scandinavia, my own country, Italy, and the UK where I'm now. Um, I built a fast-track executive career. That's absolutely important because I did it, and honestly, my career progression was also very, very fast. And I do believe that the first experience I got was uh, um, an accelerator of that career. And finally, I help people to become more successful leaders. So that's uh, what I do now. So I'm in a position to help others to take these chances, to take the choices, and to challenge their own status quo and go beyond the comfort zone. So that's exactly what happened to me. Now, what I really learned from experience, I think there are five things that to me are more important than any others. So number one, as you probably realize now, I take opportunities when they arise. And that's how I build this behavior or this attitude um, along my whole career. And I still do this now. So when I see an opportunity and I think it's a great opportunity, and he, and I calculated the risk, and I think there are very good risks to take. I term, I normally take the opportunity, but I take it when I see. I don't wait until the opportunity is gone. Number two, um, that's I think is important for everyone. Is really is follow your own path and not what others want for you. Now, as I said earlier, I'm sure my family wasn't probably not so happy of me leaving the country and go in the middle of nowhere in West Africa. However, if I followed their own interests or, or even my friends' suggestions, I would have never done this. And maybe, I don't know where I could be now, maybe I would have as well a great career. However, you know, if you believe in what you're doing, if you think that's the right opportunity for you, my personal suggestion, because I did it, is follow your own path and know what others want for you, okay? And I remember, it's easy for others to tell you what to do, but at the end of the day, you are responsible and committed to your own actions. So if you're gonna follow someone else's dream, it's still your responsibility then to make this happen. It's not their responsibility, remember that. Um, number three, yeah, let other people play safe while you skyrocket your career. Um, so don't copy what other people do just because everyone does that. Do what is important, of course, but so is in particular early in your careers, but not necessarily er just early in your careers. Don't ever play safe. I don't like playing safe. I like, again, I like taking risks. Taking risks, they are good risks to take. So if you're playing safe in whatever you're doing, either in your career development or in your role in your organization right now, I, I just want you to rethink about that because playing safe normally doesn't guarantee big results. It normally guarantees some just average results. Now, if you want to do something extraordinary in your life, in your career, in your business, you have to do something different. So play safe is not the right option in my experience. So number four, 
uh, embrace diversity without bias and preconception. So when I said to my to my mates that I was going to Africa, uh, I remember you know a lot of bias, and people say, "Oh, you're gonna hate it. You you know it's poor, it's unsafe, it's unhealthy, and you know you you name them." But I'm a kind of a person. I don't listen other people's bias. I don't want to hear other people's bias because I do believe that bias are the worst limitation of our dreams or uh, abilities. And I remember I did this, you know, since I was at a uni, you know, when I remember people told me, oh, you know, this professor is terrible. He's going he's gonna to make the interview or the, the exam very difficult or he's going to challenge you, etc. And I didn't believe because I said, you know what, if you are prepared, you will be just fine. And that's exactly what happened. So I do believe that bias are limitations. So whenever I see an environment full of bias, I normally step away because I don't like that. So embrace diversity, especially now, you know, with the, all the DEI initiatives, also in the organization, is so critical. So please don't base your decisions on bias because it's going to be one of the biggest mistakes that you can ever make. So finally, number five, aim for a big stretch to maximize your outcomes. And that's exactly what I did. So I was going for a stretch. I was looking for a stretch, but... That was a nice small stretch. I could have gone, I don't know, uh, maybe to another country, but still in Europe, for example, or where there was no any sort of cultural clash. But I decided to have a big stretch. Now, why that is important? Because when you target, when you aim for a big stretch, no matter how it goes, but then essentially you're already expanding your comfort zone. Now, when you're aiming for a small stretch, yeah, if you get it 100%, you still expand your comfort zone. But normally, if you're not able to get to the 100%, maybe to the 70 80%, you're not really expanding your comfort zone if it's a, such a very, very small stretch. But when you aim for big, no matter what you're doing, you're going to really expand your, your comfort zone. And that's exactly my point. So every single time that you want to challenge your status quo, you want to challenge yourself, I always believe that we should aim for a, what I call a very big stretch. All right, so these are the five uh, big learning of my experience, and I hope that um, help you to understand maybe a bit more about me, but also to inspire you to maybe to take your own chance. Because again, if you right now are in front of a choice, I strongly believe that you, you really should take the chance because it can be insanely worth it. So thanks everyone for listening to this episode. I hope you got some valuable insights today and that you can apply in your business. As always, I'd love to hear your thoughts about this episode, what you liked most, but also what else you want me to cover in the future episodes. Now, this podcast is not about me, so I want to make sure that you get what you need in order to be more successful. So, drop me an email at andrea at andreapetroni.com or find me on LinkedIn and mention that you listened to this episode. And if you want to support this show, the best way is to tell your friends and colleagues about this podcast, but also to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. This will make our episodes more visible so we can impact more people. And finally, go to my website, www.andreapetroni.com, where you can learn a bit more about me, my work, and subscribe for our weekly newsletter, where we summarize the insights of all our podcast episodes. Check there as well the previous articles. 
All right, so thank you again for being here, and I hope to see you next time. Bye for now.